All right, here we go. Take three. The next episode of the Musings of Dirtbag Duke. My goodness, it's been a challenge trying to get this recorded this morning or this afternoon. Uh, But nonetheless, uh, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're staying safe, staying healthy out there. Uh, This, I'll I'll give you a heads up right now. I don't think this is going to be a very long episode, but, um, you know, it wasn't what I was planning on covering today. Uh, but it was something, a topic that's been on my mind and trying to figure out the best way to, to kind of, um, bring some light to it and, and cover it in the topic. Um, but nonetheless, I, I, I just want to kind of just in light of recent happenings, want to kind of, um, bring this to your all's attention. You know, before this, so there's something I was kind of kicking around, and and that is uh, a note that I had written. It said the mind is both amazing at times and scary at times, and depending upon, I guess maybe our our situation or circumstance or whatever, you know, um, it could be either or both. And you know, that continue to say that you know, uh, was wanting to build upon shoulda, coulda, woulda is is you know not a fair way for us to live. But getting away from that piece of it, but going back to the the mind thing, um, th- there is no doubt, and, I, and it's it's arguably one of the most probably widespread issues amongst people today, and that is those that struggle with some sort of mental. Um, illness, or however you however you want to describe it, I don't. But you know what I'm saying, okay? Um, some kind of of an issue there that causes them to not maybe think clearly or be um, into re- in in reality, okay? So, um, just not the best way for me to describe it. And I apologize, but. You know, trying to get that across that there is there's a lot of people that struggle with this every day, and it's something that that is not going to go away. Um, and there are various maybe reasons for that, and that's not what I'm here for today, and especially in this episode. But you know, the the flip side of there's a lot of people that you know for whatever reasons that you know just have a little bit of of a a conflict or problem or pressure in their life. And, and so they're running and getting, um, medications and, and claiming depression. And so, um, I think that kind of skews some of that and, and causes sometimes maybe people to be kind of, um, a little callous toward it maybe, or too cavalier, um, to say, well, you know, everybody's, you know, so many people are complaining or, um, contending that they're, they're depressed or, or have some kind of a, um, of an issue. Um, and the person I'm going to talk about here in a minute, in a minute, it does address this as a mental illness. And so coming from somebody who has struggling with this and calling it that, then, then I, I feel like that, that that's the, that is the most accurate way to describe it. 
and where I'm where I'm headed with this is that I'm going to read a little bit of um, a press release that a um, basketball player at the university or the Iowa State University uh, in Ames, Iowa, um, had released concerning his situation with the program. So earlier in the week, I believe it was he he was released from the team. So he was dismissed from the team. And um, obviously, like most cases, there wasn't a lot of talk about it initially. And so um, it's just, it was kind of a sudden deal, at least in my mind. And so, um, you know, it was kind of interesting to see. And we know with all the things going on, blah, 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 you know, whatever. So anyway, this was released, um, I believe it was today. This is from a Caleb Grill, um, an Iowa State um, basketball player, like I said, that was um, dismissed. And I want to focus in on this part of it, especially. I don't right now the the reason behind it and, and everything about it doesn't matter. Um, what does matter is um, this part. And it says, lastly, one day when I am brave enough, I hope to be able to share my story about my mental health and my mental illness. I have been battling through. The, I'm sorry, my mental health and mental illness. I have been battling through all season. While everyone was commenting about the hair or the funny actions on the court. It was a way for me to get out of the state of mind, uh, out of that state of mind, and feel like me being myself instead of the dark place I have been in this season. If it was not for the love and support from my family network back home, including my mom, Lena, my dad, Chris, and my two brothers, Kyle and Alec, I am not sure I would be alive and would have made a decision that would have affected so many people's lives. I cannot express the love and gratitude I have for those four people as they are the most important people in my life and being able to be with them is what has helped me out of them uh, helped me out the most. I love you all very much and I want to thank you for all you've done to help me get through these times. So not judging of the degree of that, okay? That is not for me or for anyone else to judge. What you know, the the question is, is what is going on? And and he's not the only one. Okay, he has shared the story, but I've heard other stories of, especially uh, college age students that are, um, or college age individuals that are struggling with the depression, and all these things that are uh, pressures and anxiety in their life, and my initial reaction is like, well, what are you? What's going to happen when you get older? You know, what is going to happen when you have true pressures and true issues to deal with in your life? How are you going to react to them then? But as I read this story from him, I mean, for whatever reason it is, and and that's, again, not for us to judge, but, I mean, for him to say that he was at the point, at the brink of ending his life is is obviously um, the red flag. That's the, that's the, red alert of if there ever was one right and that's a that's a stupid understatement on my part but but again to draw the the attention to that piece of it that there are people that are like this set that are in at the rope but fortunately he was having a good support he does have a good support system to help him out of that but you know i know this is nothing new right i'm not telling you anything that's new i'm not saying anything that's new 
But each opportunity we have to um, discuss these and magnify these situations um, hopefully gets us to a point where we can have people, A, more comfortable to talk about it, and B, figure out solutions on how to handle this and how to work through these things. Because, I mean, thinking back to my life of, um, you know, high school or, or especially into college, you know, it, it was, you know, we had a great time. I enjoyed it. Um, there was there difficulties and challenges that I faced? Absolutely. Um, but overall, man, it was, you know, life was, was pretty good. And I know that some people can say maybe the opposite thing for them because of whatever. I get that. I understand. But what would be going on in, in these students' lives and a student athlete who is playing basketball, who D1 basketball, um, who's, who was having some success on the court? You know, what is going on in their lives that they are struggling so much of this and what can be done to help them? And it's not, I don't think it's all on the university. I don't think it's necessarily all in the university to provide that. I feel like that parents need to have more and be more in tune to that, be in tune with what their children are going through, what their teenagers are going through, right? I mean, what are they experiencing? What is the, you know, get a, a sense of what is going on there. And then using the resources that are available. Yeah, I think the school could be a good resource, especially, I mean, obviously if the, the students on campus, there needs to be some resources there that they can go to to get help. Um, but also being able to feel comfortable to talking, you know, with their with their um, guidance counselors or their um, coaches or whoever that they deal with on a daily basis, a professor, whoever. And having that ability to also for those folks that are around these these uh, students to kind of you know have their radar up also if a, if somebody's act not acting um, quote unquote what they normally do or or if they're you know have some serious changes or you're not sure when they come in the door what they're gonna you know have those evaluations with them and discussions and talk to them about some of these things yeah I get it. You know, you don't have to come out and just ask them that straight up, but just kind of get a sense for what their thoughts are and what they're feeling and what, how they're doing overall. You know, so, um, a lot of these guys, a lot of students, I should say, these kids are just not used to being away from home, I guess, and not have used to having their parents to make their decisions for them, which just sounds, just sounds off the wall to me, but it's, I guess it's true. There is some truth to that. Um, and what can what can people do... What can uh, parents and, and educators and coaches and whatever, um, what can they do to help prepare these kids for that transition? I think a lot of that lies on their parents to prepare them for that transition of, of being away from them and making decisions on their own, you know. How many, how many of these kids don't have jobs, don't have any real interaction with um, anybody outside of their school or outside of their home? Right, but how, how many people are going out there and, and having a job? You know, understanding what it's like to be in that world a little bit, to get some get some experience with dealing with other people, or dealing with customers, or whatever it is. But at some point, there just needs to be um, a serious approach to some of these things and helping these transitions and helping these kids getting used to the life changes. 
and we need to continue to have open doors for them to have these discussions and, and be able to share these feelings with others around them and get help. You know, if they can't figure that out or if they're struggling or their parents are struggling trying to figure these things out, seek help. Get help. Because it seems like the folks that may be perceived as not needing as much help are the ones they're actually getting and the ones that really do, they're truly needing help, need the help, aren't getting it, not seeking it out. And there needs, needs to be a point where we stop stigmatizing it and let these people have the care that they need, get with the people that can help them. And let's not judge them, but let's help them. Well, I, that's all I've got, I guess, for this episode. Um, I hope that it helps you if you're struggling with that to get help yourself. If you're struggling as an older adult with um, depression or just being down a lot or just um, having negative thoughts about yourself or others around you. Um, or, you know, if, if you know somebody that's um, a friend or family that's struggling right now. Help them. Help them seek out help. And until next time.